Welcome to Ghost of a Podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Lignato. I'm an astrologer, psychic medium, and animal communicator, and I'm going to give you your weekly horoscope and no bullshit mystical advice for living your very best life. Welcome to the Q&A corner of Ghost of a Podcast. So something you should know about me is that I absolutely love giving advice. I've been counseling people through, uh, you know, my work as an astrologer and a psychic medium for more than 20 years. And I just, I cannot tell you how much I love counseling people and consulting with people and helping them. And I am literally beside myself, so excited to be able to do this in a podcast. It's so awesome because I just can't give readings to all the people at this point. It's just too many people, which is awesome. I'm not complaining. Trust me. It's awesome. And also here we go. I can answer some questions. I'm really excited to do it. And some of these questions will be astrological. Some of them, you know, will be hella psychic or whatever else. But really, I just want to give you all advice that both helps the question answer, ask her, but also just maybe, maybe it'll help you. And maybe you'll like it. Maybe you'll love it. My love of it hopefully will carry you through your ambiguity, should you have any. Okay. So <clears throat> my first question, ask her uses a really great tag. And let me just tell you, if you're going to ask me questions, coming up with a fun name, that, I mean, this is not a point system. We're not running Ghost of a Podcast on a point system. However, you do get extra points for you know using a fun tag or a tag. It doesn't have to be fun. This is maybe not fun, but it is a tag that I respect. Um, constantly worrying and over-emotional Virgo asks, the root of all my insecurities is my unnecessary, irrational fears. How can one defeat these to become one's true, higher self? So it's a fucking great question. Uh, and it's one that I think everybody, even those of us who don't have irrational fears or those of us who are not Virgos, uh, can really identify with. So I'll say a bunch of things about this. One is, I don't know that we do become our true, highest self. I believe that we ideally should be striving towards that. I think we can hit uh, hours, days, weeks, months where we're really, um, wow, we're just like right there. But the goal of seeing a blue light or, you know, achieving perfect grace with oneself is a really high goal. And it's one that's kind of structured to give you anxiety. Um, and so creating a more attainable goal is having peace within yourself being able to be present, whether or not you're having a difficult time. That's, that's first of all, a better goal. And then there's something in the question here, which is how can one defeat insecurity and fear? So this is really important because the idea of defeat, it's war, right? It's like, I want to fix myself. I want to, I want to like break my bad habits down and I want to rebuild. And there is a time and a place for that. And I am certainly a huge fan of aggression when it is well-placed. However, when it comes to insecurity and fear, when it comes to anxiety, generally we have those for some sort of reason. And, and I'm not referring to mental illness and I'm not speaking to that. I am not equipped to. Um, but when you are going through a period of your life where it is your nature to be anxious and neurotic and nervous and uncomfortable in your own skin, this is part of being a human. And it's a crappy part of being a human, but it is a part of being a human. And the work of it is to, first of all, not fight it so hard because our fears and, and our worries 
are generally linked up with our survival mechanisms. And let's just acknowledge that every animal has survival mechanisms. And how wonderful is that? Because we must survive. And ultimately, we are responsible for maintaining and managing our own survival. So back in the olden days, really olden, you know, we were we were animals of prey. We preyed on animals, but we were animals of prey. And so our survival mechanisms were, you know, in the OG system of the human, we were wired to be prepared to be attacked at all times. And so when our survival mechanisms kick in now, when it is highly unlikely that, you know, tigers are chasing you or anything, when that happens now, what we are meant to do is to hold it in context. And that's really hard when you're trying to stop the feelings. To hold it in context takes the willingness and ability to sit with the feelings so that you can make choices around those feelings. So here I'm going to give you a metaphor, okay? Work with me here because I love a metaphor. So let's say that you move through life and your moving through life is signified by a car, okay? And that your survival mechanisms, your insecurities, your fears, your anxieties are driving the car. And they're doing it for one reason. They're doing it to keep you safe. They're doing it because they're scared that you're going to fall apart. You're going to fail. You're going to suffer. You're going to die. There's going to be an elephant that's going to trample all over you around the corner. And so it insists on driving the car. And then the rest of you, the parts of you that are like, but I want to be happy and I don't want to have like crippling social anxiety or whatever, are like, I got to defeat you. I got to stop you. Well, all that does is it strengthens the survival mechanism because survival mechanisms are in place to help us survive. So here's my move. Here's my move for you. My advice is to really think about getting your survival mechanisms, your insecurities and your fears to sit in the passenger seat of the car. And you try driving the car. So what this means is negotiating with that part of you that is like, okay, everything's going to fall apart. Okay, this mole means something tragic or whatever it is. You want to be able to say, all right, I'm going to sit with those feelings. I'm going to sit with those thoughts and I'm going to listen to them. I'm going to maybe even like take notes. Maybe you're going to even like, you know, put notes in your phone, take some notes about it. And then be able to say, okay, so that's what my fears are saying. I am going to act as though I am safe. I'm going to choose to behave as though I am safe. I'm going to reiterate over and over again that I'm willing to take this risk, that today or in this moment, I'm actually okay, and I'm going to focus on today or this moment. So essentially what you're doing is you're putting those survival mechanisms, like I said, in the passenger seat, and they will continue to yell at you. They will tell you you're driving wrong, that you're going in the wrong direction, and that this is a tragedy will end in trauma. For sure. That's what survival mechanisms do. But you negotiate and choose something small, something really achievable, like your fear of trying new food or your fear of like, I don't know, like talking to someone new, something that may or may not be that serious to you so that you can develop confidence and you can develop a better way of negotiating with those parts of you. The key here is to be willing to negotiate with your fear instead of trying to stop it or control it. Because stopping and controlling fear is ultimately abandoning yourself or punishing yourself for feeling shitty. That's no good. That doesn't work. I mean, you know what? Honestly, sometimes it does work. Sometimes it totally works. But it's not the most empathetic and kind way of going about your relationship to yourself. And so if you can make the effort 
to negotiate with yourself, what you'll do is you'll develop more kindness towards yourself. You'll develop more confidence that things won't fall apart if you are kind of easier on yourself. And then over the course of time, it might be weeks for you. It's more likely to be months, could be years. What you want to do is you want to get that voice that's constantly warning you of danger in the backseat of the car. So you want it to be less of a presence constantly yelling at you. It'll still yell at you. It'll still tell you you're doing things wrong and that everything will end in tragedy. But you will have more space and more distance between you and its intentions. And if you can, again, listen to it when it's, you know, when it's useful because our fear and our survival mechanisms, they have a value. We don't want to not have those feelings. Those feelings are useful. You know, if you're crossing the street and you're fearless, you might do something crazy. You might walk into a car. I don't know. It's important to have insecurity and fear to a healthy extent. I don't know about insecurity. Maybe, maybe, maybe insecurity drives you. I don't know, but you get where I'm going with this, right? Eventually, eventually what you want to do is you want to be able to get that fear voice in the backseat, but distracted so that it's not micromanaging your every move. That means like get it with the DVD and headphones or like get it with like, you know, streaming video and, you know, again, headphones. So it's not obsessively tracking what you are or aren't doing. You want to be able to yield the wisdom of your fears without being tortured by them and obsessively returning to them over and over again. Because an over-adherence to fear or not paying any attention to the common sense support that fear can give us, they're kind of heads and tails of the same coin. And so here I have for you a strategy. And here's the bad news. The bad news is if you're doing it right, it feels awful. And then another part of the bad news is if you don't do it, it feels awful. When you start off from a painful place, oftentimes the path forward and the way out is still painful. And so there's these parts of us that say like, it's either good or it's bad. And what you want to be able to do is be like, okay, if I'm going to have a problem, is this problem a healthy problem? Or is this problem a problem that just really hurts me and feels really unhealthy? This is a really good point of evaluation because healthy problems are just as painful as unhealthy problems, but where they bring us is a totally different landscape and it's one worth seeking, okay? So that is my kind of quick A for your really deep Q. If you like this, please, y'all feel free to email me your questions. There's a little question and answer. Well, not an answer form. There's a question form on my website, uh, on the Ghost of a Podcast tab. I can't answer all the questions, but I will absolutely do my best to get to your question. And if you use this advice and it works for you or it doesn't, feel free to at me. I want to know. I want to know. And maybe what you have to say is actually going to help or inspire or kind of support someone else. So feel free to use the hashtag ghost of a podcast because that will help everyone, you know, learn from your process too, which I think, you know, we're all in this together. Let's just support each other. Let's try it. I'm trying it. You're trying it. Okay. Thanks. Bye. Every year they say the